headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is the Ramsey Show, where we help people win in their life, their money, their work, and their relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. 888-825-5225. Rachel will take your money questions. I'll chime in. Uh, if you've got any work-related questions, you're just feeling stuck. Uh, maybe you want to make more money in 2024. Uh, you want to start a business? You know, those kinds of questions, they're all related, and Rachel's got some great input on those as well. So, hey, we're going to take your calls. We'd love to hear from you. Leslie's going to start us off this hour in Birmingham, Alabama. Leslie, how can we help? Hi. Um, yes, so I'm really just struggling about what to kind of put my focus on right now. Um, I am trying to work through the baby steps or at least kind of develop a game plan. Um, but right now I'm really not sure how to – really start before I can solve my income problem. Um, I have ADHD and I know it's very common, mm-hmm. but I guess it's just a big problem for me specifically. Um, I've had, I've never struggled before if the job was like active, but um, you know, professional jobs are usually desk jobs. I got a master's in accounting. Um, I got a really good job right now, but I'm failing at it because my productivity is so low because of the ADHD. I guess it just takes me about twice as long as everyone else. Um, and the two jobs that I had before this that were desk jobs kind of were similar. And so tell me before we go any I, further, this is yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So was there a time when you had a job that was not desk related that you were highly engaged and you didn't have a productivity issue? Yes. Well, tell me about it. Uh, well, honestly it was just, you know, restaurant jobs and um, things like that, but I've always been promoted in those jobs and they said I did a really great job. So that tells me I'm not lazy. It's just something, something no. else going okay. on, you know? All right, so let me address this. And I, I have been diagnosed by an actual psychiatrist. I have ADHD. I'm high-functioning, so I, I've never needed medication. Sure. But it does trip me up in a lot of ways. And Rachel could tell stories and my poor wife. And, you know, so it is a challenge, mm-hmm. okay? But let me just say this in mm-hmm. general about ADHD because I've done a lot of reading about it. ADHD can be hyper-focused when you're doing something that you really enjoy. And the ADHD person, everybody, by the way, is engaged in something they enjoy, something that they're good at doing. But you take an ADHD person and put them in a place of, of skill and challenge, watch out. Yes. And so you're absolutely not lazy. So mm-hmm. this is, okay, yeah. this is the income side of things. You, it may not be waitressing, but you have got to figure out what is the work that I really enjoy doing. And I'm not going to try to unpack all of this right now. But I'm just going to lay this out for you. I think there's four types of work. Every job in the world can be put into four buckets. People work, process work, idea work, and let's call it objects or things. Okay, so that would be working with your hands, building, creating, whatever. Does that make sense, those four areas in general? Yes. Okay, great. Yes, for sure. Without so this is to take the pressure off. What what area do you think that that you would really enjoy because of 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 the the result and you're talented? Is it people work, process work, idea work, or maybe object or things? What would you say? Well, let's see. Um I guess I'm more drawn to process or ideas. Honestly, ideas the most, but I don't see how that could be an active job. So well, don't worry about me. that. I've coached a lot of people on this. Let's just have some fun. Yeah. If you knew you couldn't mm-hmm. fail and we paid you the amount of money that would be really, really nice, you've got an idea in your head, what would what would you try in that idea space? Because I think you're highly creative. What would you try? Sure. Um, I guess I would honestly probably get into like health coaching. I really love nutrition and 
all of that, but I just feel like it's just such a risky, um, a risky venture. And I have a four-year-old son, got it. my single mom. And so I just, I can't, I can't do anything risky. Totally so. got it. Totally got it. But we're not talking risk right now. We're talking your future. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's sure. what I would tell you. Um, I think you're a people person because you know, you really enjoyed beat. You said you were on your feet, uh, but you were waiting tables and the idea of being a nutrition or health coach is highly people and highly process. And, uh, okay. yeah, I, you, you, you have a heart for helping people, don't you? You enjoy stepping in and giving people maybe a light bulb moment. Yes or no? Yes. All right. Now here's what I want you to do. Okay. Well, I want to talk through your money. I want Rachel mm-hmm. to walk you through your money situation, but I'm going to give you a couple of tools mm-hmm. at the end of the phone call. I'm going to give you the get clear assessment. I want you to take it 15 minutes oh, and wow. it's really going to validate what you're feeling. And, and, and I'm going to give you the book that goes with it from paycheck to purpose. How do we actually get there to where that's not risky as a single mom with a four-year-old, okay? So those are my gifts. Mm -hmm. And Christian, I know you're listening. At the end of the call, if we need to schedule a call uh, for Leslie to come on my show where we can go deeper, we'll do that. How's that? Does that sound good, Leslie? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. That is amazing. I actually wanted to take that assessment. Thank you so much. Well, it's, it's my gift to you uh, because I, I think you're closer than you realize. Last point on this, I think that that there's a very clear path to where you get qualified. You you may have to be patient and, mm-hmm. and to get to a point yeah. where we cash flow the qualification, but that you can get a pretty good job in the health, nutrition, physical coaching space. I think it's wide open for somebody like you to do pretty well. Uh, but I want Rachel to jump in on your finances mm-hmm. right now because part of making this step forward towards this work is getting yourself financially stable yeah. to pay for the qualification. That's right, for sure. So, Leslie, mm-hmm. how much debt do you have? I have 100, 100K. 100,000, so okay. Yeah, 75K in student loans. And uh, this is going to seem you know, almost hypocritical, sort of, but I have $25,000 in debt because of health stuff because my son has some health issues and I've just been, you know, I felt like I knew how to, you know, help him, but I overspent on those areas um, by mm-hmm. like, you know, buying, you know, really good food and things like that. So, totally. um, but I'm but 20, to my senses. I'm just trying to get out of the hole. So 25,000 in credit card debt. So it's credit cards, but, but it yes. attributed and, to health situations. Yes. And okay. then there's 75 K um, for the student, student loan. Okay. Perfect. And how much are you making in your current job? My current job is 70K, which I'm really grateful for. But like I said, I don't feel like I have a a lot of job security right now. Well, let me jump in really fast on this. You have got to switch your mindset. I know the ADHD is real, but you cannot go backwards right now. You you either replace this job with another $70,000 job that you can focus or you overcome this. You you figure this out because you can. But you have to focus. You're a mama bear and that little yep. boy and getting out of debt matters. You got to have this income. Yep. So fix yep. it. I yeah. know you can. It's yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and you and you're in a great uh I know the the actual career path is not your favorite as an accountant, but that's a but that's mm-hmm. a great stable degree to have and, you know, skill set mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. that people need that. So like you can plug in mm-hmm. and do that. And Leslie and I would even say um, which is just exhausting, but it's, if there's any way to get some level of more traction income-wise to give you a level of confidence. So even if it's, you know, um, doing like admin work for another company eight hours a week or be a virtual assistant for six hours a week for someone, like if you can find another level of supplemental income to attack, because this, this $100,000 
and $25,000 in credit card debt. I mean, you any any amount of income that you have that can be thrown at that obviously is going to be great. And yeah, and the health stuff with the 25000 I think that as a mom, we, we do. We want to help our kids. And when health stuff comes in the picture, it's very scary. But I want you to be very discerning, have people around you speaking into these decisions so you don't go deeper in that hole. You're awesome. You can do this, Mama Bear. We believe in you. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, America. You've joined the conversation here on The Ramsey Show, a conversation about your life, your money, your work, your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. I got to say this. uh, It's always fun. One of the the neat things about doing the show uh, at our world headquarters here, uh, just south of Nashville, uh, is we have an awesome lobby, and we tell you to come watch the show. Great group of people uh, the entire time. What are you laughing at? (laughs) James Rachel's is laughing. St- at Rachel me. started laughing first. World headquarters, World headquarters is right up there with toll free. It's it's kind it's of right a, up there. It's a little dramatic. I'm melodramatic. Our international headquarters. I didn't say that. I said world headquarters. <laughs> By the way, am I wrong? It is true. It's factually correct. Thank yes. you very much. I I know. I'm listen. I'm given to exaggeration. Uh, this is just let it go. You guys act as though I've never exaggerated before. So shocking. It was, it was such a good open to the show. I was about ready to Keep talk going. about the All nice the people in the lobby. People. And Rachel and James are making fun of me. I'm going to suck my thumb after the show. It's not good. I'm going to be in a therapy chair over this. No. I hope you all are enjoying our world headquarters here at Ramsey Solutions. Well, back to what I was saying. Look at these people. There they are. Uh, if you come to our world headquarters, there's a lobby, as you might expect at our world headquarters. You would think you'd have a decent lobby. And we have free drinks, free food. Uh, so there there you go, Mrs. Smarty Pants. I love it. I know, I do too. By the way, she was telling me on a break, James, that sometimes people go in the comments on YouTube and say they, they don't think Rachel and and me get along or George well, and me. People, it doesn't they, matter who the duet is. They are like friendships. Like, oh, you can tell. No, if you Rachel can't tell Ken that Rachel and Ken really like each other. Aren't really friends. You <laughs> you are not very aware. You you lack discernment. We're having a lot of fun right now. She's so not good. being mean to me at all. Now, James is, but that's a different deal. All right, let's go to Tyler in Flint, Michigan. Tyler, how can we help? Hey there. Um, so I had a question. I've listened to you guys a lot. Uh, you guys don't like whole life insurance. So oh, I thank you. That. Three, um, three years ago, I got into it. I thought it was a good investment. I pay $75 a month for $175 whole life insurance. Um, I thought it was a good investment, you know, because, like, say, when I retire in 25 years, um, I'd have that little sum of money that I could utilize, and I'd only be, I think it's just under $15,000 into it. 
and I could utilize that whole life insurance per se on my property or something like that. Um, and then leave a little remainder for in case, but, um, I guess you guys are against it and I'm wondering what I should do instead of that. Should I do a different insurance or go into like a high index? Yeah, um, I would. Um, so Tyler, yeah. So the reason that my biggest reason with whole life insurance that I hate is mixing your investments and your insurance and the rate of return in these policies is terrible versus if you went and just opened up your own mutual fund or Vanguard account and did an S&P 500 index fund, like you could make so much more money, so much more money out in the market versus it being stuck in this whole life policy. So what I would do is I would go to Xander Insurance. This is where my husband and I get our insurance because they're the best. They shop multiple policies, not just one company, and get a term life policy. And it's you know anywhere from 10 to 12 times your annual income. And it's going to be cheap. You're going to fund it annually or quarterly, however you set up the payments. And then look at investing at a completely separate way, right? So investing 15% of your income into retirement after you have paid off all of your debt and have an emergency fund in place and those kind of things. So investing in insurance should never go together. When they start going together, you're getting a bad deal because you could just do so much more with your investment out in the marketplace. Okay, that's kind of what I've been understanding listening to you guys yep. every day on my way home. Yeah, so, so but but I will say keeping life insurance because I'm assuming you have a family and kids that depend on your income, right? Yeah. Yeah. So before you cancel your whole life, make sure to go ahead and get the term life in place and then cancel your whole life because God forbid you cancel the whole life and something happens and you don't have right, policy right. in place. So yeah, so make sure you do that. But yeah, just go to Xander Insurance and that's what Winston and I do. And it's so, in it, I can't remember what we pay. It's so inexpensive. Yeah, I got, and I'm, I'm so insured that good. I don't sleep well at night because I think Stacy might, you know, if I, if might I, do a little uh, something. If I don't have a good attitude that little day. Little lifetime movie action. Yeah, oh yeah. Ken, Ken goes missing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gone. Yeah, and the kids are loving life. Man, this I, is one wow. sector of money that George Camel if he was walking by right now, we'd wave him in because he would. he would rant and rant on this stuff because it is part of this product. This financial product is really what it is that they sell. It's all over Instagram reels and TikTok and mm-hmm. financial advice. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, you can actually use your life insurance while you're alive. That's what rich people do. It's all this no. gimmicky no. stuff, you guys. And at the end of the day, it, it's not good for your money. I'm like, it, no. it, it Just doesn't. Just look at the annual return. Yeah. Of, uh, of those mutual funds and how they performed over a lifetime. Just do your own homework on it and then compare it to the numbers they're going to give you. Just on the numbers alone, and now, it's just you know not what? even close. And, and Winston and I did this because we had a friend, this was years ago, and their grandfather set them up with a whole life, which is, again, great intention. Sure. For 18 years, got the policy, and if he had invested that just in a mutual fund. Oh, it's make your stomach turn. It does. I mean, it really so does. just do your own just homework like, and look at the numbers, folks. This yep. is not our opinion. Yep. Uh, these are facts. Let's go to Sebastian, who joins us. By the way, I think Sebastian's a great name. Fantastic name. If my name were Sebastian Coleman, I'd be a big deal. <laughs> I think so. I really do. Sebastian is on the line in Phoenix. Sebastian, how can we help? Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what's it called? So my question is, uh, I have, I guess, like a month gap until January to, I guess, move out to my friend's house. But move out from where? And, uh, my mom and dad's house. Oh, they're so kicking you out? House. No. So, uh, they, my friends have a open room and they're only giving me a month gap to decide if I want to move out or not. 
But I already know my mom and dad don't like them because they smoke. So I'm just trying to think what's probably the best way to approach trying to tell them that I want to move out to their house, per se. Yeah. How old are you, Sebastian? 22. Okay. Do you have a job? Yeah, I work at the post office. Okay. How much do you make a year? Uh, after tax, 40K. Okay. And can you support yourself fully or are you dependent upon them financially? Um, no, I could, for sure, I could depend on myself and only myself. Well, then your mom and dad don't get a vote. They, 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 they don't get an actual vote here. Now, I would kind of agree. I mean, you know. Be wise. I mean, they probably have some wisdom in life. So if they're. Like, are these guys smoking? I mean, uh, is this a bigger problem than just what they're smoking? I mean, not really. That's like the only reason why they just don't want me to move out with them. The rent's cheap. It's only 600 a month. So, yeah, I, think I, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of these things, Sebastian, you have to decide, is this the kind of house? I mean, honestly, and I don't even want to ask on air. Why? I'm gonna, I'm I gonna do. Pre- I'm going to pretend, you know, because if it's cigarette smoke and they're smoking, no, the this house isn't is gross. I know, I'm just saying the sm- mm. the, the life, I know, <laughs> I'm just saying the st- the smell of it. I don't want to live in a house where people yeah, smoke. Are, are they smoking the weed in the house? <laughs> That's the million dollar question. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah, is that where I, you want to live? Uh, or do you want to... Like, here, let me ask you this way. Pers- Personally, I'm going to give you a multiple choice. Do you okay. want to live with these guys who are smoking weed in the house and whatever else comes with that behavior, all right, uh, for $600 a month because it's a great deal, or do you want to just get out on your own and get away from mom and dad because you're 22-year-old grown you-know-what man? So which do you want yeah. more? A or B? I guess B. B, yeah. Then and do that. You're acting I, like that's the place. only option. Yeah. Like living with a bunch okay. of pot smokers is your only option. Yeah, true. I know. So, I mean, you've got a false narrative here. Like, this is my only option. Live at home with mom yeah, and dad at, or live at with some these other guys. Options. You make look. decent money, you know? Yeah. So do your homework. Okay. You can find okay. an apartment between yeah. now and January 1st. And get yeah, a roommate. And- find a roommate or yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, but and, ideally and, don't smoke. And the only, my bad. But the only reason why I'm not really too concerned on if I don't move out with them till January is just they don't. My mom and dad don't charge me even rent. Yeah, so but I you're a grown man. You're, you're, a, you're a 22 year old man with a job. You need to be out on your own. Seriously, bro. Come on. You got to get out. You're you're a grown man. Act like it. It's gonna be wonderful. You're gonna be fine. Mom and dad are there. They're a speed dial away. Don't move in with these guys. Whoever these guys. Be dial. Toll I do free. It a, worldwide it's a, it's a toll free number. Get a toll free number for it's your mom. It's on and my speed Hey, dial. send them a fax. This is the Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to the Ramsey show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. We're here for you. 888-825-5225 taking your money questions, your work questions. Let's go to Molly now in San Antonio, Texas. Molly, how can we help? 
Hey, Ken. Hey, Rachel. So good Hi. to talk to you. Good to talk to you. What's going on? Well, um, about a year and a half ago, we put our kids into private school. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, You're doing great. So, yeah. Uh, my husband's a real estate agent. And, uh, you know, we've had a slow couple of months, I guess, probably since September. We haven't had a closing. Um, I make about $110,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and private school bill starting to become a bit daunting. Not really sure if we can cover it anymore. So I wanted mm. to talk to somebody. Mm. Mm. That's stressful. How yeah. old are your kids? Uh, 11, 9, and 9. I have twins. Okay. So those are, uh, is that third, fifth grade, sixth grade? Uh, yeah. Um, fourth, fourth, and sixth. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, how much is the school? Because three kids, three tuitions. I know in Nashville schools, it's... <laughs> Yeah, um, it comes. Yeah, it comes to be about um, twenty-seven total. Okay, seven thousand. Okay, per, per year. Yeah. Okay, for all three. Yep. Okay. And incidentals, but that's usually what it comes out to. Sure. Okay. And have you guys paid for the rest of the school year already? Did you do anything up front, or do you pay month to month? How does that work? Uh, it's a month to month. It goes into the summer as well. Oh, okay. Okay. And your husband's is doing real estate it didn't have a closing in september so that's you're feeling the pinch of that does he have things coming up does he how how is his forecast looking with his pipeline yeah it's there's some stuff down the road probably not until um april or june so um but obviously you know he's he's really trying so we're uh sure it's just get you know we've we've got an we've got an emergency fund um most of it's tied up in equities um which are in the red, so I'm a little I'm a little afraid to sell. What them do you off, mean your emergency fund is tied up in equities? It's tied up in a house. Uh oh no, I'm sorry. Um, securities, investments. Your your emergency fund is. Yeah, most okay. of it uh, most of it's in mutual funds, but we do have a bit of it in stock. Okay, okay. So I would, Molly, I would t- I think it's part of feeling secure is knowing that there is money there, regardless of what the economy is doing. Right. So that's why we always say. Yep to have three to six months of expenses in just a high yield savings or a money market account, something that's not invested because we say it's not an investment. So for you and your husband tonight, I mean, this weekend, I would really have the conversation of, hey, what would it look like just to get some cash to the side that's secure, regardless of what the market up and down, it's there. That may give a level of peace. And I understand it's in the red and all of that. You're gonna have to look at it. But that's that's one uh, step I would make. Do you guys have any debt? No, other okay. than the mortgage, we don't. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of these conversations, Molly. You guys have to figure out if he's not bringing in an income right now, is there anything else he can be doing on the side to make some kind of money? Uh, how how much is private school valued to you guys? You know, is it is it a big value? Because some people will sacrifice other parts of their lifestyle. Like they won't go on vacation. They, they won't do certain <laughs> things in order to provide private schooling yeah. for their kids because of where they live or religious, you know, convictions or learning situations or you know whatever it may be. So I think it's a very personal choice, but also we can't um, go into the red in your budget month to month either, right? So there there is right. common sense that has to play in and is the amount of stress that's on you guys worth it for the private school? So, Absolutely, so yeah. what, what is the reasons for the private school? Can I ask? Sure. Um, you know, we're just, we're district in a, in a 
some schools in my, my, my daughter's middle school was the one that really worried me. So, um, you know, we thought we could just bring her, but then we figured out, you know, with all the driving and everything, we were just like, let's just put all three in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause at some point we knew that the, that the twins would have to go to that middle school as well. So we, you know, so your local schools, we okay. Yeah. So your local so schools are, is not great. So you're yeah, choosing for education. Okay, perfect. Now that's good. It's good to know. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Molly, it's one of those things. If, if if you guys can't pay it, if you can't afford it, then understood. You you can't afford it. But um, also with one hundred and ten thousand of just you bringing in that money, which is great money. So if he is not doing closings, I mean, can I mean, I would say he needs to be yeah, bringing I, in some income. That's where I was going to go, Molly. I I, uh, I I don't want to be insensitive, but if he doesn't have a lot of listings, and I I read something this morning. That housing sales are as low as they've been in mm-hmm. quite some time, almost two decades. Uh, and and so, if he doesn't have prospects, he's got time. Yes or no? Yeah. Then he needs to be working. Yeah. And so, um, right. what is that number? You may have given it to Rachel. What is the number that would cover just the the private school? What's that monthly number? Um, I think it came out to about thirteen hundred a month. Okay. If I were him, if I were in your shoes and you really wanted those kids there, and I knew that he was in a cycle right now, that's going to cycle back, but I would be making uh, more than $1,300 a month. I would be making enough to take care of the private school, to keep the kids in the school. Even if I got to work a side job, I'm doing whatever it takes to keep them in there. Maybe a career shift, Molly. I mean, how long has he been a real estate agent for? Um, well, you know, he's had his license for a while, but he went full-time realtor about a year and a half ago, uh, about two years ago, almost. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's still some, uh, some options on the back burner that we could fall back on. It was, uh, it was more of the, the income potential is really what keeps us going. So, you know, it's just, there, there could be a great month. There could just be a, I don't don't think he walks away. I think he gets innovative right now and innovation, you know, is when we don't have a lot of resources and we got to come up with something and I think he can come up with the money. I, I would not touch the emergency fund. This is not an emergency at all. Um, even if you had to tell the school, hey, look, here's our situation. Give us one month, uh, Grace, and we'll pick up the payments. I mean, there, there's things that can be done here if it's that close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so handle this, you know, um, like an adult and go, if you got to communicate to the school a little bit on this. But he needs to, he needs to, to go make the $1,300. Okay. Somebody does. <laughs> Makes sense. You know, I wish I had some grand strategy, but that's what it boils down to. And while the while the real estate uh, economy is is tight right now, uh, there's other ways that he can make money in San Antonio, Texas, and and sure. and easily come up with that amount. That's if okay, all caps. We'll if <laughs> we really want to keep those kids in the school, mm-hmm. where there's a will, there's a way, is the old saying, and I think that's true. Yeah. You know. Yes, sir. Trust your gut, it's Mama. It's hard, though. I know, Molly. Yep. It, and it feels, I mean, the tension is there because I'm like, oh, my gosh, he hasn't had a closing. Money's not coming in. It's dependent upon you. I mean, there's a level of that pressure on your shoulders, Molly, um, right. that you're probably feeling, too. And you don't want to take your kids out of the school. I mean, like, there's so many dynamics here. But $1,300 a month is, I mean, it's doable, right? It's very doable. Yeah. If I know that I'm making this money on the side yep. just to keep my kids in a private school, and out of a bad school situation, I like the chances of a mom and dad who are willing to come mm-hmm. together and go, how do we come up with $1,300? Yep. And that's part of, you know, as we talk about your budget and life decisions that you make in life, you know, everything. That's the part of like, we're adults. Everyone gets to decide 
what you want your life structured, right? And where this family says, yeah, we're going to take on extra work to keep our kids in a private school. That's what they're choosing. You know, you talk to people and they have a one income family because the mom, they're choosing for her to be home, homeschooling the kids. And that's what they're choosing. You have two people, careers, and they're doing that. Like it is so much about choices and the values of the individuals and the families. And that always gives me a level of peace where we do have some black and white principled things here at Ramsey. We do say, you know, you need to be on a budget, all of these things that are helpful. But the details of how you live out your life and your money, it's up to you. You get to decide, right? There's hundreds of different options of of which track you want to take in life and you get to decide that. So um, if Molly and them, that's what they want, they're adults and they get to decide that. So now you have to figure out, okay, how are we going to make this work? And then you got to make some adult decisions around that. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are going to figure it out, Molly. It's going to be okay. It's going to cycle through. Uh, Do what's best for you guys. Do whatever it takes to do what's best for the family. We know you will. Thank you so much for the call. All right, she's Rachel Cruz. I'm Ken Coleman. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. Don't move. More coming up. Thank you for joining us here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. We're thrilled that you're with us. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. Our scripture of the day comes from Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Our quote today from Jordan Peterson, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. There you go. You talk a lot about comparison. Feels like that's right up your alley. Yeah, it's a good quote. There you go. Let's go to Ivy now in Baton Rouge. Ivy, how can we help? Hello. Hey, thank you all for having me. You bet. How can we help? Yes, I wondering if you can help me settle a debate between me and my wife. Oh, Uh, my favorite thing to do is is get in the middle of a marriage debate. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you all are. Uh. Okay, well, we both found our uh, dream home, which is about an hour away from where we currently live. Um, I want to, we have some rental properties and our home that we live in. I want to liquidate everything and pay for this new house cash. That way we'll be debt-free, totally debt-free, except for a car note, maybe. And, um, then take the extra money that we will have and maybe do investments, uh, where we live, where we're going to live at next. Is that making sense? Yep, it does. She wants to keep, she wants to keep the two rental properties because she thinks that the extra income every month is going to help us down the way. Okay. Have you run the numbers to where you take her theory and we get it out on paper and we go, okay, if we keep this, this is this is this extra revenue, and you look at her financial decision, and then you look at yours. Have you run those numbers side by side? Yes, sir. And uh, she still wants to keep the, <laughs> still oh. to keep the, the rental income. Because yours um, is clearly better. Your, your option is yeah, better yeah. on paper. Yeah, it, you know, the, the rental income equals out to about $2,700 a month. Um, but we're all we're doing with that money right now is taking that money, putting it down on our mortgage so the mortgage company can take the interest and they make money off of it. I want to keep that money for ourselves. Right, right. I'm with you. So yeah. how you, far and how far will you guys move from the rental properties? It's It's about an hour away, a little bit over an hour. So, I mean, it's doable to keep those properties there and still maintain them and still, and now we both have full-time jobs also. So yeah. it would be a little difficult to, you know, go get rent if and uh, what's the, her, the yeah, so is leaking. Ivy, what's know? her reasoning for wanting to keep them? Is it just the rental income or is there something that she loves real estate? Does she, it's, she found the deal. Like, I don't know. Is there any main reason? 
she 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 thinks that the that the extra twenty seven hundred dollars a month trumps everything coming in. I said, well, if 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 everything we own is paid for, we won't need the twenty seven hundred dollars a month coming in. We can we we will have twenty seven hundred dollars a month of our own money to That's put right. in extra investments and do whatever we want. You know. Yeah, because what would the mortgage be on the new house, the dream house, if you were to take out a mortgage? Yeah, the mortgage on the dream house. Uh, if we well, we. She does want to liquidate our home that we live in now, and we bought well, and uh, we bought low, and we're going to sell pretty high, so yeah. we'll make a good amount of money off of it. But the, the note would still be anywhere from two thousand to twenty two hundred dollars a month on the new place, right? You know, so it's another, kind of a wash in that, yeah, in just kind, that regard. Yes, yes. Is she putting her foot down, saying, "Sorry, pal, it's my decision," or are we still discussing this back and forth? How tension filled is this? And we, we uh, you know, uh, they say marriage is 50-50, but I don't believe that. No. Uh, it's, it's usually uh, one person that gives more, and that person is me, and I love that, though. I'm not, I'm not angry or mad about it at all. Uh, we, you know, we have a real good relationship. We work real hard to get where we're at, and I think this is a good problem to have. Um, but it, we're leaning more towards now. We're still discussing it because it ain't all went through yet. Uh, we're still discussing it, but we're leaning more towards, hey, keeping the rental properties and just, taking the profits from the house we live in now, putting it down on the new house and paying the $2,200 a month. You know? How you, much do you have left on the rental properties? How much do you owe well, on them? One, one of the rental properties is completely paid for. It's okay. worth about a hundred, it's worth about 150 grand. Okay. The uh, other, the other rental property, uh, we only owe like 33,000 on it and it's worth about 225 to 250. Okay. Why don't you um, sell one of them? Why don't you sell the one that you still have a payment because on? Because she wants them both. Yeah, she wants them both. Yeah, she wants uh, you didn't answer my question. $2,700 a month uh, profit. Is there yeah. tension over this, or is she open-minded? Uh, no, it's not tension, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's going to go my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you right now it's not going to go your way. I, I uh, yeah. but, but you know what? Th- this is tough, man. I, if Are you sure you won't resent her over this? Because there's a good chance that she gets tired of being a long-distance landlord. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I won't resent her over it because uh, uh, nothing matters to me but her happiness. So, uh, all right, and that's and that's that's truth. That's not me just saying that because I'm on the radio. Then why'd you call us and ask us to uh, take sides? I'm not asking you to take sides. I might be coming back with a little bit of an argument towards her. You know, just to say, hey, look, I called the Ramsey Show and they said this would be a, a better idea to do it this way, but. It is a better idea, and I think you showed her that. But I, I don't think that, I don't think that this is enough of a compelling case for her to to come off of her position. Yeah, because I mean, and also, you know, Ivy, how much do you make a year? How much I make a year? Yeah, are you guys together? I'm, household income? Oh, household, I make about one hundred and ten, fifteen a year. She makes one hundred and fifty a year, so she is the breadwinner of the family. Okay, <laughs> and how much is the dream? And how much can you sell your current home for? Like, how much will you it's walk only- away with? We can walk away with about two hundred thousand. Okay, and the dream home costs how much? Three twenty five. Oh well, you're fine. Okay, so Ivy, if she I, wants to keep the houses, keep the because you only owe thirty three thousand dollars on the yeah. second rental. Yes. So yes, so yeah, you're not far off on a mortgage. Take out a small mortgage on the dream home, pay off the dang car. You said you had a car loan. Pay that off today, Ivy. You need to pay that off. Work to pay yeah. off this rental property. You have two paid for rental properties. Um, 
Yeah. And then attack your and then attack your primary mortgage. Yeah, I, this isn't a really yeah. This isn't like really one way or the other. I like your plan a little bit more, but I do too. But I, you guys are in great financial position if you do what Rachel says. You, you put a huge yeah, down payment. Do you have any savings? Oh yeah, we got sixteen thousand in savings right now, and then I have a four hundred one k with. Okay. Close to a million dollars in it. Okay, oh, well, for keep, heaven's sake. Well, keep the six- Absolutely do what makes her happy, Ivy. <laughs> keep the 16000 as your emergency funds. Pay off the car. Yeah. That needs to be your next step. Yeah, you can take the small mortgage on the dream home. Pay off that second house. And now, Pay off the second house. And now and you, guys are, you guys have got real and estate. And then use the 2700 from her point to help pay off the new house sooner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to change my ruling, Ivy. Interest we would be paying, you know. So I know, yeah. Ivy. I'm changing my ruling. If I were you, Ivy, I would do your way. Then Winston, I did that. We sold. We had two rental properties. We sold in order to build the house that we're in now. And yes. so, like, that's what we chose to do because we didn't. We we were not living with debt. So, like, that was yeah. a hard line in the sand for us. Um, yeah. But you guys, mathematically, it's not like crazy off. You can do this. No. No, but yeah. um, happy life, happy life is my philosophy. Uh, that's my vote. I I, <laughs> I guess, but also like yeah. no, I I just don't think he's gonna. We've already asked. I don't think he's gonna move her off the position at all. And uh, yeah. they're in such good financial position. Right. It's not worth fighting over. Right, right. Now yeah. she may get yeah. tired. The question is, is who's gonna get more tired of the hour distance between the new home and these homes? Because that is that's a that's a pain in the butt being it's a real. landlord. But uh, yeah. you got options. And I didn't want to stop. You know, we, we flipped houses in the past. You know, we were very handy. We can we do a lot of work on our own homes and stuff like that. So I wanted to start all over again where we at, take the extra money we have left, well, and buy some little houses over here and, and, and keep doing Does them. she do she any of the work on these houses? You said we oh, are yeah, here. she's right next to me. No, she's right next to me well, every time we do something. This we is the passive-aggressive play, but you could have her go and fix some of those things the first couple months you're away and see if she likes driving an hour to fix it. It's your only shot, man. It's your only shot. That's my only shot, boss. I think yeah, so. I hey, I'm keeping it real, man. I've been married 25 yeah. years. I'm with you. Yeah. You got to yeah. go with the woman on this one. I just hate that phrase, happy happy Why do you hate that? that? You benefit from it. What's your problem? Because it's a little bit like, oh, I'm going to just be the run over the... I'm just going to be here and she's going to take over. I don't know. I'm like... I think you're reading into that. Give a little like... I think happy wife, happy life is very positive. It doesn't say I'm a beat down, broken man. I know. that's That's been said so many times on this show today by multiple men. Happy wife, happy life. Say it again. I think it's true. I think Winston would say it, too. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss like it off little, air, folks. We'll see. Bite. She's Rachel Cruz. I'm Ken Coleman. Big thanks to our captain, old captain, my captain, James Childs. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show.